And welcome into In the Mix with Mike, episode number 14 tonight, joined by my great co-host as always, Jose. We are in the cut, getting ready for this giant cowboy game, and it is great to record again. It's been a week. But yeah, we're back, we're back. Yeah, good, though. audio difficulties this week, Judge not cooperating, we were trying to record that and uh, catch him hitting 61, but we're back, lots to get to tonight, I'm excited for it. What do we want to start with? NFL it's, games? It's amazing how we've been trying to record this episode for a week, and he still hasn't broke the record. It's crazy. So probably today he'll break it. <laughs> they keep popping him up on every game that's available. Yeah. Once he comes to bat, they put him up. So we definitely won't miss it if you're not watching. Mm-hmm. And but he's he's still at 60 right now, so he's got to get 61. and he's then at 60. 62. So it's... uh. I think it's going to happen, but I think everybody's really pushing that narrative. Like you said, they're cutting into games and flipping, you know, ESPN was, they got Monday Night Countdown, they're cutting right to Aaron Judge, different sport and, you know. Yeah, uh, I think I think they're chasing him more than they're chasing uh, Albert Pujols, who was chasing 700. And then got 700 it. 700 club. He wasn't, his bat wasn't shown every time he came to, to hit. Yeah. But they're showing Judge every time he comes to hit, like. New York Yankees, though. What's bigger, 700 or 62? I agree with you, but, you know, Aaron Judge, New York Yankees, contract extension coming. I, I think they should have maybe put more precedence on pool holes hitting oh, 700. Absolute, he's the greatest hitter of our generation, bro. Yeah. He hit 300 batting average, 30 home runs plus, 100 RBIs plus for 10 consecutive seasons, bro. Yeah. And no, got, one, no one's ever going to do that. And got the Cardinals two rings. Three. Three? Two, 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 two. I was two, gonna say two. I think it's two. They yeah, lost yeah. to the Red Sox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two. But uh what a what a career and he'll be in the playoffs this year, which is kinda cool if with him and Yachty. Yeah, I was gonna say uh they'll close out the Brewers, I think. In that I think in they that. definitely will. Yeah, so they'll they'll have home field advantage, um, winning that division. So maybe maybe one more push out of pool holes. That would be cool to see him hit a hit a bomb in the playoffs. Yeah, that, that would go crazy. One of that that would be that would be to nice to see that. To continue your streak yeah. in the playoffs. That would be dope. Nice way to go out because I think this is last le- last season. I don't think he's coming back. Yeah. yeah he got 700 already, so. This is it. There's nothing more he has to prove. He's walking away on a on a very high note. On a high note, yeah, absolutely. It's great to see that. Yeah, great, yeah, yeah. great to see that out of and pools. He, and he's, hen- he's ending his career with the Cardinals. Remember, he did go to Anaheim. Yeah. Then he went to the Dodgers, and then they figured out a way to bring him back to St. Louis. And he's ending his career there. He hit 700 there. He tied A-Rod there. He yeah. surpassed A-Rod there. So, you know, it's fire for him to go back to see one. St. Louis and really close out. Won both of his uh, World Series rings as well there. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's awesome. I mean, he could have been there his whole career, but yeah. the contract never worked <clears> out because he wanted a no-trade clause. Yeah. And St. Louis didn't want to give him a no-trade clause, so he went to Anaheim. But he's back. Mm-hmm. He's checked every box available. Yeah, before he can walk away from the game that he loves, and you know, great historic career. Tip mm-hmm. my hat to him. Yeah, and we're gonna see what he's got in the playoffs. I still think he's got well, some. He's maybe something one. left. You know, the Cardinals are. One. He hit seven hundred against the Dodgers, so yeah, that could be a potential matchup. Yeah, we'll see. There, uh, like I said, three probably gonna play that first wild card team. That could be the Braves. So that. The Mets still up one game. <laughs> I think two. Two now. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. This is uh they got this week of the season and then half of next week. So a week and a half left of the baseball regular season before we get into playoffs. And oh, we're we Oh yeah, we're gonna did, did the Yankees clinch already? No, two games right now here on Monday is the magic number. They're up one nothing on Toronto. Big series three games up in Toronto. Uh, they'll come home, they'll play the Orioles, and then they'll go on the road and play the Rangers. I think they'll win their division and uh out of those six games you guys gotta out of those six games you guys have to win four easily. Yeah. I think they're they're gonna get across the line, they're gonna win the division. It was times where it was shaky there. But um it looks like we're one and a half up on the Mets. Atlanta, yeah. Okay, yeah. I was gonna say we're gonna have a we're gonna have a pod show coming very soon for the MLB preview, and I know you're excited about that. I'm very excited for the playoffs. Subway Series, can we call it? <laughs> I'm hoping for it. Yankees gotta Yankees gotta perform in the postseason. We'll see what you guys can do pitching wise. Oh, we got we got the best rotation. We have the best rotation available. I've been hearing this all year. Degrom, Max Scherzer, and then you have the best closer in, in the game. Edwin Diaz comes close the game out. Hey. 
I, I when, see it. When you hear, Just, I want to see that result in the playoff. Though. When you hear those trumpets, you know the show is over. That is tough. One of the best introductions. Like, Close the gate. <laughs> yeah. It's time to go home, people. They've been... They were using that like as like a a meme on Twitter for like any any yeah. big athlete coming out, and it's just like that's so sick. Like, and he he does have that. that you know, when he comes out, it's gonna be hard yeah. to hit him. I mean, he's pitching a hundred and one, hundred and two, and what a nasty slider. Yeah, it's like even when the the ball's not in the strike zone, they're swinging in the dirt. It's he's almost unhittable. Like I don't he's even filthy. see foul balls. Don't really even get off of him at all like it's just and he's challenging everyone yeah it could be bases loaded no outs he's not walking anyone he's he's coming at you yeah he's not pitching around you so look what he did there and just threw him three fastballs right down the middle he missed all of them it's hard to hit 102 <laughs> then he hits you with that nasty whipping slider that yeah. just kills righties can't catch it i can't believe the uh the mariners gave him up and the mets got him that, that was well, a big pickup tra- they traded Remember, he came with uh, Robinson Cano. Oh, really? Off of that deal? Yeah. Because I actually wasn't sure how they did make that deal possible. Because I was like, why would the Mariners give them up? And the Mariners are a good ball team, uh, ball club. They're going to make the playoffs this year. A wild card. Good to see that. Um, or at least they should. They're four games up on the Orioles right now. But I was like, that's a that's a big trade off, I guess, in a sense. Yeah. You know. But it's going to be interesting to see what happens week and a half left of Major League Baseball, and we're going to be doing a preview pod. Yes, sir. So you already know who I got. Obviously, we said you know we tried to we tried to do a little bit different with the episode with Aaron Judge, but they didn't cooperate. Um, but it, it's good to it's good to be back, and let's get uh, let's get caught up on the NFL games. Big games yesterday, big game tonight. Uh, we'll start with the game tonight. We did it last Monday. It was great to see our predictions with the Bills Eagles come true, but. I know you're excited tonight. Giants, Cowboys, your team. I'm taking the Giants. Of course, you're home. Yeah. What do you What do you think? Score prediction? I'm going to say 24-21. 24-21. Okay, okay. So you you would have taken the over on the 40. Yeah, I'm taking it over. Bye gangster. Later, Gib. Good fans, a couple fans here. At the pod, but uh, okay, so twenty four twenty one, games, Cooper Rush for the Cowboys tonight. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how he does. I'm yeah. I'm gonna take the Giants. Yeah, I had to think for a second. I'm gonna take the Giants seventeen fourteen. I think it's gonna be a low scoring game. Seventeen fourteen. Yeah, I think it's gonna be. It's not bad. It's gonna I'll be take a, that. It's gonna be a low scoring game tonight. I think. Saquon Barkley will have a big play. It's definitely going to be a Saquon versus Zeke battle. Yeah. Because I don't think Danny's going to throw the ball that much, and I don't think uh, Cooper's going to throw the ball that much either. So we'll see. It's probably going to be a big running game, big defensive game. Yeah. And who, you know, who has the longer drives. And that's where I also could see a matchup, and a matchup I'm really excited for, Mika Parsons versus Saquon Barkley tonight. That's going to be a matchup I'm I'm really excited to see. I think if Daniel Jones is more mobile and doesn't try to throw the ball downfield as much, I think it may better suit the Giants, especially when you have Diggs back there for the Cowboys. I mean, that's they got a really good defense. So I think if they could keep the ball on the ground, move the ball forward for, for the Giants, and the offensive line gives Jones just enough of time to maybe work a screen pass and the offense is clicking that way, I think the Giants can win this game. But... I think their defense will be there. Cooper Rush, I think he, it's going to be a tough night, but I think the matchups Cowboy defense versus Giants offense. And I think the Cowboy defense, if they're going to want to win this game, I think they can, you know, you almost have like a defense wins championships. So that's what the Cowboys need to yeah, do yeah. in this game tonight. They did it to Joe Barrow last week. I think if they can go on the road, Mika Parsons could shut down Saquon. Could be a different different outcome. But I got I got the Giants, 17-14. Huh? I'll go with you on that one, yeah. too. Uh, let's take a look at some of yesterday's games. Is there a game you want to start with? I was, I'm really excited to talk about Dolphins beat the Bills yesterday. You were really hyping up the yeah, Bills. Yeah, man. Miami. Oh, I God. told you. I told you. I know you wasn't gonna let this one slip by, but yeah, Tua he just keeps winning. Shout out, shout out, my boy Aaron Temple and Big Miami. Yeah, yeah I've been saying it for a long time. But uh, three and zero, Tua. Three and zero. They are 
They're looking what, great. What I didn't like was yeah. at the end of that game, you know, usually the quarterbacks come to each other, you know, they speak it out, they give each other each other's flowers. Did that not happen? Yeah, it did. Okay. But why was Josh Allen almost basically crying on his shoulder? Like, Oh, yeah, I did see that. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Bro, like, come on. Are you serious? So what I was – I don't know if it's any – let me know what you think of it, but it was – I think they said it was one of the hottest days of the year, and it was also one of the most hottest – games that were played in Miami a lot of players were going down with exhaustion a lot of players were just dead by that end of game you know if you look at like their facial expressions and like Diggs had to come out it almost looked like he was about to cry I'm like what the hell is going on here I think I think just Josh Allen was just dead he was just just cooked yeah I think he was just like man what a game you know because they finally over moving the ball downfield and then they run out of time and like don't get me wrong Miami won this game but this was a game where it was like both teams could have won. It's unfortunate yeah. somebody had to lose. I think it's going to be a very interesting matchup in Buffalo. The loss doesn't hurt the Bills, I think. You they, know, have it's, to, they have to beat them the next time they see each other. Yeah, you can bounce back in this game. It's early in the year. You know, you lost a tough test. You have to – I think the biggest thing the Bills can take away from this is they got to be better late in games. I feel like somebody's got to watch the clock. You can't run out of time that way late in the yeah, game that was terrible. you gotta have you better time re- management like last year they did the same thing against tennessee they bad bad management of the clock late in games but you you as a football player should know where we have eight seconds left yeah get out of bounds you said it yesterday you're like what is he doing get out of bounds so you're gonna lose four seconds to gain half a yard yeah that's stupid run out of bounds you know that mm-hmm like I don't know. It was just it was just terrible. Yeah, I. It was the coach. The coach was pissed off in the booth. I did see that. Slamming <laughs> his <laughs> throwing stuff. Yeah, around. yeah, he was he was hot. He was definitely hot. Yeah, but I don't blame him. It's like, well, you could blame him because you know he made the call. But get out of bounds. Yeah, if they get out of bounds, they're gonna get a field goal. Just that frustration. Yeah, because they were right there. You know, but hey, can't win them all, and Miami keeps winning. Just that frustration too of the heat, you know, just everything built up. Division rival, big yeah, game, but and you know, football is a game where you got to play in all weathers, all conditions. Yeah. So, yep, you got to thug it out. You know, you got to dig deep and you know, make it to the finish line. And Miami made it to the finish line first. So, yeah, tip my hat to them. Tua keeps winning. Yeah, it was scary though for Tua. He got hit there, and yeah, it he, looked like he was going to be done for the game. It was like, oh my he, god, does he have a concussion? Like he got up and then fell over and then got up and then. I was like, oh, my God. Like, he definitely had the Bambi legs. Yeah. Scary. Yeah, yeah that's tough to see. <sighs> Almost like he was about to pass out. Yeah. And, what, two, three plays later, he's back in the game? Yep. We got to question that sometimes. I did see the NFL did want to have a review after the game to make sure that, hey, like, was he really good to go back in that game yesterday? Because yeah. they wanted a thorough review, but... Everything's, you know, I'm looking literally as we speak, too, is not in concussion protocol, you know, right on the screen as we see already. And kind of amazing how that happened, but, you know, knock on wood, he's okay. It's like almost hypocritical. Like, you make all these rules to protect the quarterback, which was a clean hit. Yeah. And then he gets hit that hard. He gets up. He's trying to walk. He's trying to gain his conscience, whether he lost it or not. I don't think he really lost his conscience at any point. But the hit was so hard when he whiplash and banged his head that, you know, he probably lost a couple senses real quick. And he was like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. He was trying to get back to it. Like, let me just walk it out because that's the first thing that comes to your mind. Yeah. And he hit, let, let me walk it out. Let me feel my body. Let yeah. me feel all, all the motion in my body. And his legs just gave out gave on out. him. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was scary to see. Completely. But he came back and, you know, he won the game. So hope he's doing good. But yeah. The league should definitely enforce, like, hey, listen, that was a tough, hard hit. Mm-hmm. You got to give him more time and re- evaluate him a little better than just three plays. Yeah, maybe maybe, so. a, maybe more of, like, a quarter at least. Yeah, yeah. But uh, unfortunately for the Dolphins, it is, a, it is a short turnaround in a sense. They do play the Bengals on Thursday. Um, Talking about my Bengals. Yeah. Oh, God. Hey, they... I was going to say, we'll transition to some more games uh, from the 1 o'clock hour yesterday. The Bengals did defeat the Jets. Uh, Joe Burrow coming back. I know it was against the Jets. Jets played hard, but Bengals needed that one. They go yeah, back to 1-2. Yeah, we did, but I feel like we're just digging. <laughs> and I'm not particularly saying that I'm a Bengals fan. You're just, just a big Joe Burrow guy. I am a huge Joe Burrow fan. He played mm-hmm. at my favorite college. I'm an LSU Tiger fan. Yep. So 
I'm gonna cheer for him. Yep. His whole career. That's my guy. Yep. So he he definitely needed that one. They had a big win. Yes. He was in a big hole. Zero and two. Yeah. Scrappy w- losses, like games that he could have won, but the plays weren't there. Yep. So for him to go out and get this one, it's still like they still haven't really got in sync yet. I still feel like they're finding their flow with the offense, but hey, you can't win them all nicely and pretty, so we'll take any win we can. A win is a win. A win is a win. Exactly. Oh. Look at the Giants. Yeah. Both their wins are ugly. Saquon said it earlier. Doesn't it's matter. 2-0 and in that win column. Hey, just got to get the W up there. Exactly. And I'll go through more of these games. The Bears defeated the Texans yesterday, 23-20, just the fields. Pulling that one out at the end. Defense, you know. Pretty good, yeah. Yeah. Uh, good to see the Bears. The Bears uh, are two and one for what it's worth. They're two and one. Everybody's shitting on the Bears, but hey. They're they're doing way better without Trubisky, so. Yeah. Fields, keep going. Keep eating, dog. Yep. Uh, I was going to say Trubisky and the Steelers had a loss 20, I think it was 24-16 or something, uh, 29-17 against the Browns on Thursday night. Nick Chubb just took over that game. Yeah, he's a dog, bro. Oh, my God. He's squatting 600 pounds? 615. Oh, man. just He doesn't go down on the first one. He takes three guys with him. You can't tackle him one-on-one. And not only that, he's very small and stocky, so he's lower to the ground. Most of the defenders you're running up against are... Six two, six three, six yeah. four. You know they're bigger guys, so they have to lower themselves to take this guy out. And he is a, he's a bull. Just runs over. He's people. a rhino. Like he's he's lifting three six fifteen. He's squatting six fifteen. His legs his legs are strong as shit. One on one is not gonna do it. You really got to go out there and tackle him the right way, or two people have to tackle him to bring him down. And he just keeps digging. He extends every play he can. He doesn't stop. It is crazy. It is crazy. It's heart. fun to watch him, too. Yeah, yeah, he's the heart and soul of that offense. Like, he he moves the chains for them. Yep. He and keeps them alive. And from one great running back to another, Derrick Henry and the Titans. You said the Bengals went from 0-2 to 1-2. and The Titans finally get their yeah, first they win. they needed that one, too. Yep, 24-22. to Late win against the Raiders. The Raiders are the only 0-3 team in the National Football League. And kind of surprising because Devontae Adams is – Balling out still. I don't know. I think just that Derek Carr has just like this. How would I say? Just not meant to be. I yeah, think I think just, he's just yeah, jinxed, bro. He's just like one of those quarterbacks that, like, no matter how many times he makes the right plays or how many times it just can't he get brings done, his team yeah. back, it's just like he can't get a W. It's amazing. And they got. And, like, for what it's worth, they went to the playoffs all what they had to go through last year. They lost to the Bengals, who ended up going to, you know, the Super Bowl. Start the year on three, so we'll see what the Raiders can do. That's tough to co- climb out of. Yeah. That's a deep hole, 0-3. Yeah. Sheesh. Most teams that start 0-3 do not make the playoffs. Um, going down the line of uh, more matchups here, the Chiefs got beat by the Colts 20-17. to Kind of surprised by that one. What do you think of that? The Colts, man, they were. They needed that one. They were making the right plays at the right time. Yeah. Their defense stepped up big for them, too. You know, they they scrapped out a win. It's just like every team that's winning right now, they're scrapping wins. Like, we really haven't seen, like, a, a bad blowout yeah. in the NFL yet. All the scores have been pretty close, you know? Yeah. And, you know, Patty's used to just throwing up 40s and 35-point games easily. So, they held them down to what? It was 20 uh, points? Uh, 17. 20 17, to 17 yeah, was the yeah. final that one. So. That's a bad night for him. Yeah. they. There was uh, also... I think when they went into halftime, he was arguing with uh, one of their one of their coaches. But after the game, he said it was just he wanted to, you know, instead of running the ball out at ten and a half, he was like, I want to I want to throw the ball, you know. But in a situation like that, give him I was going to say opportunity to, yeah. to make that call. Yeah, this is your franchise quarterback who's got you as far as he he's has. A, he's a champion. Won a Super Bowl, exactly. He Let him all, make that play. Yeah, don't take that away from him. Especially you lose the game by three, and I they were up going before halftime, and instead of just maybe at their own 35, 40-yard line, instead of just trying to move the ball, throwing the football downfield, they ran it. They said, we're just going to go to halftime. I agree with Mahomes, especially you lost the game. You could have maybe went down the field and got a field goal. It doesn't take Mahomes much. Mahomes. To throw the ball down the field, like he's, he's best a, quarterback in the league right he, now. He's a slinger. He likes to throw the rock. Like, yeah, and well, he's not afraid. Right now, but yeah, he's not afraid to to take chances. Like yeah, he's not that very conservative. Only when he has to be, but 
we're gonna move this ball. Yeah. Tough loss, you know. Get them next week, Tiger. Exactly. Two and one for the Chiefs. Uh the Ravens jumped to two and one. They had a big win in New England. Lamar Jackson just keeps on moving. I said it, the Ravens. They got the Bills next week. They're looking pretty good. I mean, they just they lost to Miami. That loss is looking pretty good because they should have won that game and went on the road and beat New England. Thirty seven to twenty six. He's playing for that contract. Yeah. And their and their defense also was played better. Yeah, they, towards they the end have. of the game. They shut down Mac Jones. Actually, matter of fact, Mac Jones went out late in that game with an ankle injury. So we'll yeah. see how significant that is for New England. But the Ravens are winning. Yeah. And Lamar shows no sign of slowing down. He's 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 on one, man. He he's got something to prove. Like you guys didn't want to work out a deal for me. You guys didn't want to pay me. So I'm gonna go out there and prove prove you wrong again. And I'm gonna show you why I deserve what I'm asking for. Yeah. And we don't know the specifications on the deal or the numbers, but they didn't come to an agreement. And it's sad when you have great quarterbacks like that. Mm. How would you say is the like exceptional talented players and they can't figure out contracts for these guys. Because think about it, if he gets hurt right now they don't what have that does anybody. For his yeah, yeah. And that and what not it does that if you lose him, that's not a playoff team anymore. Yeah. So I proven last year. Yeah, secure secure your franchise with a solid, solid future Hall of Famer. Yeah. Quarterback. Like, give him what he wants, pay him. Take care of him. Yeah. He sells jerseys, people come out to see him. He's prime time. He's spectacular. He's exciting to watch. He's fast. And he will win the big one. He's explosive. One he wants to win. So go with him. Yep. Yep. He's I a dog. Couldn't agree more. And uh, we'll keep going down the line here. That was a big win for the Ravens. The Vikings also had a big comeback victory against the Lions. I don't know how the Lions let this one slip up just late yeah, at the man. end of the game. Oh, up by three. Missed field goal. Vikings go down the field. They score. They win the game. Detroit Lions. That's, I don't know if we need to say much more than that. They also lost Swift for two weeks. Just, they did? Yeah. On to the next one. Yep. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, twenty-four yeah. to eight. I was waiting for you to come on with that one. Jalen Hurts looking great. That boy looks good, man. Ah, uh, Devontae Smith is playing fantastic. AJ he, Brown's catching it. The whole offense is moving. The defense is working. Look at the Eagles. Come on, did I tell you? Nah, did I tell you I'll, that? I'll, I'll definitely come on. give you that. You yeah. guys are looking. As of right now, you guys are looking like the best team in our division. Absolutely. Oh, I'm thinking down. best team in the league, maybe outside of Miami, 3-0. and You guys are 3-0. and Yeah, you're right. No, you guys look amazing. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah. Your quarterback is out there comfortable. He's he's in a he's in a zone. Like, yep. He's not second-guessing himself. If he has to run, he runs. If he needs to sit in the pocket and wait just a little longer to get those plays developed and open for himself, yeah, he waits it out. He's throwing balls in the basket, throwing dimes. Adams is going up there and just grabbing everything. Give me that. Give me that. Yep. It's like he's confident and he he knows that he can win. So when you have that that confidence and that that energy of just just all your players around you are like on the same page and we're all cooking up. Yeah, you don't second guess yourself and you know you play more comfortable and you feel like you can beat anybody on any given Sunday. And that's just what he's on right now. It feels Can't like nobody fuck with us. So. Exactly. It feels like the Eagles just needed the pieces to be there, and yeah. the organization finally made he that happen. He was the piece, though. Absolutely. He but was you, the piece. You needed a wide receiver. You you needed help. You have him and and Devontae Smith, right? Yeah. We're gonna give you AJ Brown. Boom. Perfect. Not only that, we're gonna make our defense so much better, and we're gonna draft the Georgia Bulldog, you know, talent on their on their defense yep. end that just won the national championship. We're gonna bring him in. I want to just say the numbers for everybody that I just like. This is how much better the Eagles just look offensively. Jalen Hurts went 22 of 35, 340 with three TDs. Devontae Smith had eight receptions, 169 yards with a TD, and it looked like he wanted the ball everywhere. He said, Give me the fucking ball. I'm serious. Go back and look at him rip the ball out from defenders throughout that game. They played Washington. Say whatever you want. That defense. The Eagles took it to them, and the Eagles are for real. I've been saying this even before the season. Everybody, Juan was laughing at me. I told you they finally got the pieces in play. Let's just see if they can they stay just, healthy. Yeah, just just stay Consistent healthy. Consistent 
and do what they did that won the Super Bowl in 2017 and know Wentz got yes. him there, it was consistency. It gave him that first, you know, home field throughout the playoffs, how big that was. I see you guys. I you know? see you guys deep in the playoffs. Yeah. Very possible. It's it's going to be really interesting to see yeah. what the Eagles do, but um, they're they're playing great ball right now. Yeah, they absolutely are. The, it was fun to watch that game. Yeah, the Saints got beat by the Panthers yesterday, twenty-two to fourteen. Jameis Winston threw for quite a bit of yardage yesterday. I think it was three fifty. It was over three fifty, and they lost. He always like, throws for a lot of yards and lose. Yeah, I don't understand what it is. And then like his post game, like interviews, he's just like I don't know. He's just weird to me. Doesn't seem like he cares if they win or lose. Sometimes, well, not yeah. not that he's not passionate, but it's just like I feel like. Taking a loss, I feel like I just want to see him a little bit more like Florida State ask when he was just to, to him having fun like, but locking in when it needed I to did, happen. I did my best, like yeah, I did my best, yeah. Like <laughs> that's 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 enough for him. Like hey, I went out there, I did the best that I can. I I don't know. We'll, Some people don't mind losing. I I hate to lose. Hey, we'll we'll see what happens That's with the Saints me. though. They're one and two. The Jacksonville Jaguars, thirty eight to ten. They go on the road yesterday. They beat the L.A. Chargers. Mm-hmm. We said it before. We were like, hey, the Jags are in first place in the AFC. They got some pieces now. Trevor Lawrence is throwing the ball great. Mm-hmm. They go on the road to a Chargers team that Herbert was gonna play, but through injury and we'll see how Herbert proved himself last year. Yeah, I think this is. Uh, what you call this year? Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence year. This is his year to prove himself. I think they can win the AFC South. They look really good right now. They put up 38 on the Chargers and held them to 10. I know Herbert wasn't fully healthy in this game, but the way the Jags took this game kind of felt like the old Jags when they almost went to the Super Bowl five years ago. You know what I think it is? Like culture. I think uh, Trevor Lawrence. Why do I keep forgetting his name? Trevor Lawrence. I think like. When he first got drafted there, he didn't want to be there. Mm. Like, who wants to go there? No one really want to go there. And Urban Meyer also yeah, put yeah. them back quite a bit, too. So, I guess, like, he probably just said to himself, like, yo, listen, I'm here. Yeah. There's nothing I can do. Let me go out there and bowl out. <laughs> That's all I can do. Like, if I really want to get out of here, I'd go out there and prove myself. Yeah. When free agency comes, the bag is going to be thrown at me. He's super young, super talented, and I think he's just upset. He's just accepted his situation for what it is and he's running with it and yeah. he's trying to win games and they look really good. Oh, they look great. The ball's coming out quick. Yeah, yeah. I think it's coming out he like fastest in the fastest time, he like two point nine seconds or something. Two point three nine or something. He can get out the pocket. He can yep. extend plays. Like he's he's a great quarterback. Just accept your situation, build chemistry, go out there and win football games. Yep. That's all you can do. They may have a tough time next week. They play the Eagles. We'll see what happens in Philly. Let's so. see. I'm I'm excited for that game. I'm uh, going down the line in the in the later window now. The Rams beat the Cardinals. I know you're hyped up on Kyler Murray, but the Rams just a little too much for the Cardinals in that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll continue down. The Falcons went on the road and beat Seattle. Mariota, give it credit. Hey, they, they went on the road and beat Seattle. I don't I don't have they too much to say on out. this one, but just one of those things where I feel like two teams. Probably in the same boat though, Falcons and Seattle. Not to not to downplay it, but they're kind of in a rebuilding stage right now. Yeah. Um. But it was a big win for the Falcons on the road. I'll give them credit there. Green Bay beat Tampa Bay. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers got. I know he got Tom Brady. I feel like when we said it, Tom Brady felt like the Buccaneers two and zero. He just feels miserable right now. I don't. You know, I a lot of things are going on right now. It looks but like he regrets coming back. <laughs> I think it's just a lot of off off field stuff going on with him and his family and You think so? Yeah, but hey, the Packers did enough to win this game. 14-12, it wasn't maybe as explosive with the offensive end of it. Um but Aaron Rodgers finding a way to get Green Bay on the road, finding a way to win that. He still threw through 259, he had two TDs. Um Hey, I take that. Yeah, I Brady I won TD to 71. Um, no interceptions. Aaron Rodgers had one. But Packers come away with the victory in this one. They needed that. The Vikings won and Bears won, so they're trying to, you know, start taking control of that division. And the night game last night, the 49ers lost to the Broncos 11-10. to Denver, just as they won the Super Bowl when they had Peyton Manning, their defense is the, in the difference in this one because their offense is not moving right now. Russell Wilson, I'm not putting all the blame on him. I think it's a lot of the coaching, but Denver's just not doing much. And they got lucky on this game. Garoppolo played 
great to start, but then turned the ball over late and just made some careless mistakes. And Denver, like I said, their defense played great. They won this game eleven to ten. I'll blame it on the offense too. Like Yeah, they're going nowhere right now. Yeah, Not blaming Russell Wilson because he got him the win. He finds a way, but their play calling is terrible, bro. Yeah. It's just terrible. Like to see that. Like, come on, help that guy out. Like Yep. Either either run the ball or just find find or make better plays for him because he's sinking and it's yeah. too early for him to be sinking like that. Yeah. But we'll see. Hey, two and one for the Broncos and Chiefs lost, so Chargers lost also and the Raiders are 0 and three. So they're hanging they're hanging right where they need to be for what it's the, worth. The door's still open. Yep. And uh week three of the NFL season concludes tonight. Like we said, Giants, Cowboys. Um, not too many big games that like wild you. No, not not as many in week three. No, it wasn't. Yeah. I felt like last week's game were a tad bit better. Yeah. But, you know, you're not going to have great weeks all the time. So Yeah, it happens, next I guess. Week, next week is a bunch of goodies. Yep. Uh, moving on to college, just to recap uh, some games. There really wasn't so many upsets, but the big one was Oklahoma got beat by Kansas State on Saturday night. I was really pissed off about this one. I had an eight-leg parlay. I had A&M beat in Arkansas. They did. And then Oklahoma at home, the number six team in the country, lost to Kansas State. Can't believe that one. That one that one shocked the that one shocked the parlay. Uh, but not as many upsets this week, as I said. Ohio State took care of business against Wisconsin. Penn State won big. USC had a close one against Oregon State. Um, but kind of just another week where, you know, teams teams survive. Clemson had a close one, but teams survive. We'll see what happens in week five. Um some some bigger games will be coming up. Alabama plays Arkansas, so we'll see. That's on the road. Georgia is on the road against Missouri. I don't think that will be too much of a task, but we'll see. Clemson plays NC State, so I think the college football season, as we get into more conference play, will really heat up. Um, moving on the list, uh, we're going to get to NBA. I know you have a couple things you want to talk about NBA-wise. Yeah, yeah. I want to mention the President's Cup was this weekend. The United States team won 17.5 to 12.5. Uh, make some comments on that. I give the international team a lot of credit for a lot of guys that did leave for live uh, and signed the deal they weren't eligible to play so for who they had left they uh they gave a, a very good fight to a very strong american team but the united states uh won by a final of 17 and a half to 12 and a half now to nba news and i know y- some big news a lot of a lot of things going going in the nba with the Celtics and also some rankings that came out Jose what, yeah talk to me on that what talk do you want what do you want to touch on first uh, let's uh let's hit the rankings. Let's start with that, and then we'll we'll dive into the Celtics situation. Okay, so ESPN put out a an article. Okay, ranking the top ten players for the twenty twenty two season. Yep. This list shook up a lot of people because you know, in this list there is no LeBron James, neither Kevin Durant. And top five players in the league. So, they are as follows the rankings that they gave without Braun and KD. So, Braun is six. Wait, let me find a few real quick. Yeah, because I want to... Because I think you said Giannis was one, right? Giannis was one. Uh, was it Jokic? Jokic? Jokic was two. Okay. Luka Doncic was three. Yep. Uh, Curry four. was five, right? Curry I think was said. five. Joel and B was number four. Okay. Six was LeBron. Yep. Uh, after LeBron was. Was it KD? No, Jason Tatum was ahead of KD. Really? Yeah. So it was Braun, Jason Tatum, KD. Uh. Wow, this is Devin this is, Booker. Okay. Let me take a look at the yeah. list real quick because I don't want to. I will say that up and make it wrong. I'll say the start though. That isn't a bad start with Giannis. I definitely could see him being in the top five. There's no doubt on my mind. I would I would say, Jokic in there. Yeah, I would I would leave Jokic in there. Okay, so look, number oh, six. With it. Six is LeBron. Seven is Jason Tatum. Okay. Number eight is Kevin Durant. Number nine. John Morant, number 10, Devin Booker. Okay. So, one, 
Jason Tatum is not better than Kevin Durant. Yeah. That's not happening. I would say from the top, they weren't bad on the top, though. I, I Like I said, I would keep Giannis. I'd go Jokic. Jokic is a two-time MVP, so I understand it. Yep. Luka, he's a dog. I understand it, but yeah, top five over. Who is four again? Right now, you'll probably take Luka over over Bronk. You know, Bron is already older. Who is four so again? I'm sorry. Four is Joel Embiid. Yeah, see, that's where, okay. And so Joel Embiid has been competing for, like, MVPs for, like, the last two seasons, so. I would definitely say that, see, I, mm, this is tough, because I definitely, I definitely feel like right now that's not a bad ranking to the season, but it just feels like we don't have LeBron in there and then not having Kevin Durant, like, it's like. That's tough. Yeah, like, who are you going to take out? I guess, like, if you're picky, Embiid, maybe because he, I think he should have won the MVP last year, and he doesn't have, you know, Giannis won a title, right? So you're I obviously going to put Giannis in there. I would Jokic, take Jokic. I'll put Jokic like six. Really? Yeah. I see. I don't know because I would go Jokic more than Doncic in a sense because he nah, has the MVP. Luke. Yes, he I does. get it. Luke is a dog. He has the 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 two MVPs, but right now, who do you take? Do you take Luca or you did take Doncic? Okay, that's just. Ooh, that's a tough one. That's a tough I'm, I'm question. Ta- I'm taking Doncic. I'm taking Luca. We don't need the center to be the point guard in the NBA. Close, I take Doncic. But I think right now, who had a better year? Maybe Jokic. I think Jokic. Just because he didn't have Murray and the things that he was creating for a center and his size. and just yeah, but It's amazing. Nuggets, Nothing against Doncic, though. It's like we're splitting like... The Nuggets have more talent than the Mavericks, though. Mm, Mavericks got a little further, and they did have Brunson though last That's year. That's it. It was Luca and Bronson. That's it. Uh, Joel and Kyle Stein got better a little. Do you leave Joel and B top five? Mm, see, I don't know because he's the best big man in the league at the center position. He's Damn, the best see, center need, in the league. I want to get Bill on the pod because he's a big Jokic guy. <laughs> I feel like he he would defend a lot of a lot of points. Don't I get have me for wrong. Jokic. Jokic is he's an animal. He's a monster, but. Would you take Jokic or Embiid? I think that's a that's in a today's game. Yeah, right now you're. You I'm taking Embiid. Man, that's tough. Embiid. The only thing that Jokic has over Embiid is he's a better passer. Who's a better defender? Embiid. Who gets to the rim better? Embiid. Yeah. Who protects the rim better? Embiid. His footwork is immaculate for such a big guy. He can shoot the free throw. He can hit open three pointers. That's not technically his game, but he gets to the basket. He puts his ball, his back to the to the to the rim, and he gets buckets. Mm-hmm. Jokic is just he facilitates the the offense. He makes everyone else better. You know, he moves the court. He moves the ball. So he's more of a point guard than an actual center. So I'll take him beat over Jokic. That's a. It's a tough one. That is. It is. T- it is a tough one. And yeah. then I, I was gonna say we really didn't cover Curry at the five. What do you think of him? I think he's got to be in there. They just want a chip. He won Finals MVP. He just won a chip. That's four time to- four time champion too. Yeah. You gotta. You have to put Curry in there. Shout out Curry on the pod too. I gotta give a shout out to Steph. Four time MVP. Just an athlete all around. So. Wow. That's a tough. That is a hard. That's tough to rank. Then you have LeBron at six. LeBron averaged 30 last season. Yeah, I know. See, that's like one of the debates. It's like, how do we not have LeBron in the top five, though? <laughs> you know what I mean? How do you have KD in the top five? I, exactly. KD like, is probably hands down the best scorer in the NBA. And then who is Ja Morant? Wow, ja Morant's nine. Oh, my God. I'll Devin tell you what, this this rankings. I don't mean to cut you off, but this ranking should show you how talent-wise Absolutely, the NBA is. Yes. Like, that's amazing that John Morant is at nine. nine. And then you have Devin Booker at ten. Oh, my God. And Damian Lillard isn't even in this top ten either. And at like all. A, I'll, put, I'll put Devin Booker over Jason Tatum. Unbelievable. Because I think Devin Booker is a better basketball player than Jason Tatum. I think, I think these rankings had a lot to do with also the – what happened last year because the Suns went out, you know, on a tough game seven of the Mavericks and we'll go with the Celtics that they almost got there. Um, what a season last year was in the NBA, though. Yeah. Especially, like, just thinking about what John Morant did in the playoffs. 
bro. You that, almost feel bad. Like, he wasn't, if he was healthy, how much that could have maybe shifted the playoffs. Yeah. Wow. That, that, that dude jumps out the gym. Yeah. He's, he jumps out the gym. He is by far my favorite player to watch in the NBA. Yeah, he's exciting. Big fan of his. I think the energy that he brings is like, I have something to prove. Yeah. Behind Kyrie for me, he is my Kyrie Irving has always been my favorite basketball player, especially to watch Uncle Drew. You know, just always major fan of him growing up, always yeah. had shoes. John Moran is number two for me. And I think it's also how long like he's been kind of around for. I remember when he was on Murray State and he threw down and everybody's like, This guy can dunk. Like it was fun to watch him. Like he's yeah. always on He wasn't twi- even drafted, bro. Yeah, yeah he was just Twitter. Went. He went off at March Madness. I'm like, this is sick. They like fought. this guy's been balling for like a while. I've been seeing him like dunk and then he gets drafted to the Grisk. <laughs> or, I think a scout found him in like a gym playing one on one against somebody. Yeah. Amazing talent. And look at him now, bro. He's a dog. Love watching Nike, him. Nike's about to give him a signature shoe, so you know he's doing big things and he's in the right path to success and yeah they have a nice young core around him of young talented players that you know want to see each other win and you know they're going to scrap wins together are they ready to beat the big powerhouse teams probably not just yet but they're they're in the mix they're definitely gonna yeah contend for years to come i like how you said that in the mix so yeah, yes sir in, f- mm. in the mix you know um we talked about the warriors beating the grizzlies last year and winning that uh Chip over to Boston Celtics. Boston's had a tough offseason. Really tough offseason all around. Players mm-hmm. going down left and right. They lost um rest in peace to Bill Russell, of course. That's yeah. Sad that, sad that happened. And then what happened last week, Jose, from what you gather? Bro, <laughs> it's crazy. Like we were sitting here and I'm like, is this even real? And then it says like breaking news. Ime Udoka from the Celtics yep. may be facing one year suspension yep. for consensual sex relationships with staff members. In the Boston Celtics organization. See, this is where things get a little, you know. Yeah. Scritchy scratchy. This is where things get a little spicy. So yep. he's having an affair yep. with one of his colleagues. And I understand you know, in certain jobs, you know, this hierarchy is like the CEO shouldn't be dating the custodian or the CEO shouldn't be s- dating a receptionist. Like, yeah. We understand that. Like, okay. It's, it's unprofessional, yeah. Yeah, of yeah course. it's unprofessional. But to see him get suspended for a whole year yep. was kind of tough. We still don't know all the in-depth details of, like, what's going on and if he was messing with multiple women at his job. Yeah. Or it was just one particular one, and then they said that the one that he was, you know, in an affair with yeah, was, like, helping him move his wife into Boston and stuff. So it was, like, very messy. Yeah. I don't know the details too much. Yeah. I just feel like, yes, he, he stepped over boundaries that he shouldn't have. Like, mm-hmm. yes, you should be more professional. You're representing our team and our brand. So, yes, I understand you should be penalized for something like that. Yep. But to suspend him a whole year. Yeah. You guys were just in the freaking finals. Yep. First year coming in. Yeah. And Brad Stevens put this guy in play for him to go to the general manager role. And this happens. And they suspend him for a whole year. Yep. I would say two things about this. Uh, like, what happened... Was obviously morally wrong, of course, yeah. and nobody is taking happens, away from him because he obviously put himself in that situation. He did wrong, you know that. He's got to own up to that. Do but I think the, there should be a penalty? Yes. Do I think these there things should be happen fine? every single day at, at work? Yeah, that, that would be my second part to this. The first part is: Do I think he should have received the suspension, fines, penalty? Yes, a full year. No, I understand you want to have him on. Six months max, but you're going to suspend this guy a full season and he j- just got the Celtics to the NBA Finals. What he did was wrong, 100%. Absolutely. Take full accountability. But my number two and why it goes to him not being suspended a full year is because, shout out to Stephen A. Smith here on the pod. I know he says a lot of things, but he said the other day is, why wasn't the situation handled privately? Like, I think, first of all, I think the Boston Celtics owe 
to every woman and female that's on their organization apology that had to be mixed up in this because like you said it's messy and there's a lot of names being thrown around and this and that and who is it and this and that and you know that's a lot of a lot of scrutiny that females that work for the Boston Celtics organization have to go through and the second thing is now how bad it looks from a standpoint with the Celtics organization their head coach being involved so many different platforms why wasn't this situation handled privately that's what I don't understand like you said you know these things happen every day like it's Fucked up to think about Deshaun Watson's getting 11-game suspension for... 23 accounts. 23 accounts for... Misplay with... Misplay... With women. Yeah. And now a coach... In Phoenix. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, let's not forget about we'll get We'll get into that because he... Thank God he's gone. But you had a coach that had consexual sex from all reports. There was nothing that was like necessarily done you know physically or sexually that was wrong obviously morally we said you know 100 percent. but a full year you know why wasn't this handled this privately you don't have to give a reason you know things could have been handled better you know you can make the right decision in terms of how you want to proceed without maybe now your organization taking that tarnish role in this it's just all every every way you look at this it's not good by any means so I, I, it's just, it's just not a good situation, and it's it yes. hasn't came out good, and it's really just not good for the Boston Celtics. That's going to affect for a team that just yeah. You lose the NBA Finals, all this is going on. Players Gallinari out, Williams out, like just man, headache. Uh, you mentioned Phoenix. Yeah, look at them. The guy gets. Their owner, he owns the Suns and the NBA team as well in Phoenix. Yeah. I, I think it was the Mercury. The women. The Mercury? The Mer- he owns the Suns and the Mercury. That guy got caught dropping N-bombs all over the place. Jeez. What does he get handed to him? A one-year suspension <laughs> and I think like a $10 million lawsuit. <laughs> now, a coach that had consensual relationships with a colleague in his job is going to get suspended for a whole year. Like, that doesn't add up. Yeah. It doesn't come together. It's just it's just bad. Yeah, it's like we ruin... Generally, they're going to... It almost ruins his, his career. And yeah. the owner of the Suns, that's... Okay, yeah, big deal. I'm glad that the NBA took the took the next steps to say, no, you got to you gotta sell the team, you know? Yeah. LeBron even said, like, what the hell is going on here, you know? How do you expect the players to be like, yo, I want to play for this organization with my owner saying, you know, that? Like, no. And not only that, Chris Paul has been dealing with this for like a year already. Really? Yeah, with with the owner? Yeah. So this been, has been known. and Yeah, he's been trying to like. This wasn't like a John Gruden. He said this like some time ago. This was now. like oh. Both prior and now. Yeah, so. he's got to go. And now he's he has to force a team. So you just make him richer. Isn't that amazing how like now you have players of of these teams like of the Celtics you know and and of the Suns that have to now deal with this offseason accident wasn't their fault but now there's now a culture change there's a responsibility there's more of of a challenge that didn't need to happen but now has happened and boy it's amazing how these things work and how that much they affect the season in the game honestly and a lot of these things could be handled privately yeah but Leaks always get out. It's okay, I think, in a sense, to handle something correctly and then address it to, like the, to email, the public. The email Udoka thing should have been handled in-house. Yeah. That's that's a small, small issue. What I would say for the Phoenix Suns owner, that can be handled publicly yes. after he is gone. He yes. is gone because of this. You know, mm-hmm. We have one reaction. Oh, yeah, he should be gone because of this, this, and this. You have all the facts. I feel like things get taken out of context so easily yep you know and especially in this day and age where everything is cancel culture in a sense it's like one report about a possible you know person of of celebrity or in you know in a position where they're known take them right out of play so i think everyone's walking on eggshells yeah things just need to be handled more i think professionally done in a sense i guess but man wow what a week 
can't wait for basketball to just be back watching watching NBA. But um, what a situation. Um, music it was kind of a slow week last week for music. Uh, a couple singles dropped. Really wasn't uh, too too much. That yet. little baby song was trash. Oh, uh, the Tears for Fears. It was yeah. for the World Cup. Yeah, yeah that was great trash. song. The original is a great song. Like everybody yeah, wants to rule the world by. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was just a bad mix. Yeah. Uh, I thought um, Moneybag Yo had a good single. Uh, Blow. It was like kind of blowing out the candles for his birthday that's coming. I think he's yeah. like an October birthday. So I think Uzi had something with uh, Bad Bunny. I heard a snippet of. Oh yeah, yeah. I I don't know if it was Bad Bunny. I asked. Bill actually, he sent it to me a couple of days later because me and you heard it, and I was like, "That's, uh, that's amazing." And then Bill's like, "Man, Bad Bunny got like Uzi trying to <laughs> make Spanish music now." It's and not I was Bad like, Bunny then. I don't know. I don't think it is. I think it was uh, just like, I don't know if he put something on his story about it. But hey, I'm excited to see what what kind of music we get. We're gonna get Lil Baby's album the 14th of October. Yeah, I'm excited about that. I know there's gonna be a lot of new music coming, um, so we could definitely dive into more of that. Yeah, we need some new music coming in, um, and we're gonna have a lot more episodes coming. I know this week we tried to do something different for episode fourteen with Judge, but unfortunately that never developed. And uh, you know we've been planning out for season two, which will be coming up. We'll be in a in a in a studio. It will be in a studio. Yeah, no more embassy. Uh, no. So uh, kind of reason why articles need to need to get back on the article grind, but we've been grinding away on pods. Yeah. Um, Jose, any last thoughts to end episode 14 finally, right? Follow us on Instagram. Yes. In the Mix With Mike podcast. Yes. We're live there. Follow us. Tweet, yep. Message us. Let us know what you want to hear. Let us know what you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, just send some energy our way. Yep. Big we things, live, baby. Big things coming. Big things coming. Uh, excited for the Giants Cowboy Cowboys game tonight. Cowboy. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey uh, I got you, my boy. I got you. I appreciate it. Jose. It's great. Great sitting down another episode with you tonight. Let's go watch this game. And yes, uh sir. we will be back for episode fifteen very soon. Check us out in the Mix with Mike podcast on Instagram. Get there, do that. Check it out, check it out, check it out, check it out. It's up and it's stuck. Close it out, my boy. Check us out on Apple Podcast too. Everybody have a good night. God bless. <laughs>